0: Dear friends, Precious D here. We had some technical issues this week, which caused us to have to record the episode on our phones. That worked out fine for Honeybee, but not so well for myself. So I want to apologize in advance for the poor sound quality of this episode. Also, we have an interview with TJ Storm on this episode, but because the sound of the rest of the episode is so bad, I'm going to also upload that separately as a bonus mini-episode. Again, I apologize. Do your best to enjoy the show anyway, and thank you for listening. One, two, three,
1: four.
2: Monster Movie. Fun Time Go! Monster Movie. Fun Time Go! Monster Movie.
0: Time. Go! Monster
2: Movie, Movie Fun Time Go! Go! With Precious D and Honey Bee. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends and neighbors, welcome to Monster Movie Fun Time Go. I am one of your hosts, Precious D.
1: And I'm the other one of your hosts, Honey Bee.
2: Honey Bee, we've got an interview later in the show that we did at G Fest. Ooh! We're going to have our interview with Mr. T.J. Storm.
1: Oh, my Godzilla goodness. Ah, I'm so excited for you guys to hear this interview. It's really good.
2: I was thinking of saving his for last, but we um, discuss uh, some topical things that uh, might, you know, if I save him for last, they might not be topical anymore. So I'm going to put him first.
1: Hell yeah. Good idea. So,
2: We'll take a little break later and then have that interview. But right now, what are we talking about, honeybee?
1: Oh my goodness, you guys. Well, first of all, just so you know, if this is your first time here, welcome. We are two best friends making our way through the history of kaiju movies. We started in 1933 with the original King Kong and we have made it to the 90s, baby. We are talking about the Power Rangers morphin' time. Coco go, go Power Rangers.
2: Ay, ay, ay. We've been doing this for two years now. I labeled last episode as two year anniversary, but I can't remember if we actually discussed it on that episode. <laughs> two
1: years. Uh, That's amazing. Yeah. Two years and we made it to the 90s.
2: 716, I believe, was the day two years ago that our first episode aired. Yes, it is 1995 Mighty Morphin Power Rangers colon The Movie.
1: The Movie.
2: It is directed by Brian Spicer in his feature film debut. I think he had (laughs) directed some television before this. This is his first movie. Nice. Story, such as it is, by John Cramps and Arn Olson. It's in color. It is 96 minutes. Cost 15 million and made 66.4 million. Ooh wee! So there you go. This came out between the second and third seasons of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, so it was still a new thing here in the U.S., but. Doing well enough that they decided to make a movie out of it. Yay. <laughs> Is that your take on it?
1: Yeah, I mean I was four when this movie came out, so it was specifically geared towards me. You know what I mean? <laughs> girls. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, towards kids. It was it was a yes. it was a big deal. And so, um, it was really crazy because I probably haven't seen this movie since, I don't know, like maybe like 98 or 99 maybe was the last time <laughs> I saw this movie. But it was definitely one of those movies that was like, you know, you know when a kid is like obsessed with a movie and they just watch it over and over. Like they could watch it and then restart it and then watch it and restart it. Yeah. Was one of those movies uh-huh. for me.
2: Oh, so, really? Like,
1: yeah, so to actually get to watch it now and go back, it was it's one of those things where it's like when you grew up with it, it just like hits you in that like nostalgia button, you know, and all of the silly yeah. one-liners and the music and all of those things just give you all the feels. So, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie and um I really enjoyed, you know, going back to it and kind of revisiting because it's historic bad and just and that just makes it so good you know what I mean it's so good and so bad and and Um, so much so much love
2: so there are yeah there are things from when I was a child that are not good but that I have warm and fuzzy feelings about yeah like like Land of the Lost and many other things from Sid and Marty Croft so (laughs) I understand but it's hard for me to get on board Cause I was a grown ass man when this came out.
1: <laughs> yeah. Did you see it then, or did you like wait until? Because I think you have siblings.
2: I think I saw it on HBO or something. I have a feeling mm-hmm. this ran on HBO a lot. It
1: it did. It it did. And I watched this movie on YouTube. And um, at the beginning, there's like the HBO like some like yes know, like, HBO <laughs> la 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 la.
2: Yeah, folks. More than one person is just straight up unofficially uploaded this thing to youtube <laughs> yeah. somebody had recorded it right off of their hbo yeah oh my god so this is the first okay we did we discussed power rangers a little bit didn't we yeah
1: past? like very little just because like you know <laughs> them like them taking america taking like the jap like splicing
2: yeah Yes. Yeah. <laughs> i guess it i guess it came up uh, folks, this episode is being recorded on our phones and I probably won't be editing out a lot of coughing, but, so deal with it.
1: Well, uh, I mean, like, like all the other podcasts you listen to, we're only
2: human. Yes. Anyway, uh, I don't know what i was saying.
1: You were saying that we talked about <laughs> so, it before, that we talked about Power Rangers. Yeah, a little
2: bit. So in case anyone who doesn't know, and there might be people who actually watch Power Rangers don't know. Power Rangers was an American adaptation of a long-running Japanese um, meta franchise, meta series, uh, loosely called Super Sentai. The first Power Rangers series, I think, used footage from the fifteenth Super Sentai series. Wow! They had a bit of a head start. Yes, it used footage from Go Sai Sentai Dairanger. Uh, no, I'm sorry. This movie was based on that, but uh, Kyoru Kayo, Sentai Zool Ranger? Anyway, uh, Sentai basically means um, task force or team or strike force or squadron. Squad. Squad. <laughs> yeah, a group of people that go out and do shit. Gang, gang, bitch. Um, yeah. But not team in the sports sense. In the strike team kind of sense. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this movie is the first Power Rangers thing that doesn't just use footage. It's all original. It doesn't just use Super Saiyan mm-hmm. footage. Once you are aware of that, if you go and watch an old Power Rangers episode, it becomes really clear. <laughs> how all this, Most of the stuff with the suits is not them and how they just ripped the scene and plopped it into the Power <laughs> Rangers having it, you know, I I actually watched the first episode of Power Rangers, and then the first episode of the Sentai thing is based on, Uh and the fights was almost completely different. The scene with uh, Rita getting let out of her cage on the moon was the same, but then the scenes with the people getting recruited and all that stuff was very different, and the person that was recruiting them was a very different kind of person. Anyway, this is between the second and third seasons of Power Rangers, but it contradicts the third season of Power Rangers. wah, wah. In, in this movie, we see why they get their new suits, but in the third series, they give a different reason for them giving their new suits. They don't just assume you watch the movie and move forward from there. They oh, shit. We <laughs> do it in a different way, so it's actually a separate continuity.
1: Well, damn it. <laughs>
2: on the TV show, which is very weird. That's funny. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, also, um, you know, I feel like also kids don't give a shit that much.
2: No, no. But I guess they just didn't assume that they didn't want to assume that they had all seen the movie, although that could have been a selling point, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, before you start this season, you got to make sure you go out and watch that movie. Buy it on VHS. <sighs> Let's look at the cast here before we get into the story such as this. Karen Ashley as Aisha Campbell Honeybee why do we like Karen Ashley Why Because she's from Odessa Texas I thought she was from Midland She was born In Odessa Wow But she's from this area Uh, And she's now a number of the Power Rangers Have come through town for one reason or another But she does come here Fairly I think she has family here, comes there fairly frequently and will show up at the comic shop or whatever to do a signing. She is the Ranger, the current Yellow Ranger, the second one in this series. Johnny Young Bosch as Adam Park, the Black Ranger. Steve Cardenas as Rocky the Santos, the Red Ranger. Jason David Frank as Tommy Oliver the White Ranger. Uh, That is we recently departed, Jason David Frank. Amy Joe Johnson as Kimberly Hart, the Pink Ranger. David Yost as Billy Cranston, the Blue Ranger. Paul Schreier as Farkas Bulk Bulkmeyer. John Narvey as Eugene Skull Skullovich. Paul Freeman as Ivan News. Gabrielle Fitzpatrick as Dulcia. Nicholas well, Bell as Zoran. Petra Marie Rickson as Alpha 5. Aye. Ay, ay, Bell as Mordant. Carrie Cassie as Goldar, Mark Ginthier as Lord Zed. Julia Cortez as Rita Repulsa. Jamie Croft as Fred Kelman, Peter Mokri as Mr. Kelman, and Paul Goddard as and Robert Simper as construction workers. And it features the voice of Kerrigan Mahan as Goldar, Robert L. Manahan as Zordon, Robert Axelrod as Lord Zedd, Barbara Goodson as Rita Repulsa, Richard Wood as Alpha 5, and Martin G. Metcalf as Morgans. So this is a, because it's all new footage, it's a different Rita Repulsa. The other people are all probably not different too, but they're wearing costumes you can't tell. Mm. It's different Playing a Hispanic woman, not a Japanese woman, playing Rita Repulsa, but the same woman doing the voiceover, so that the little kids won't notice it's not the same Rita Repulsa.
1: Did it? Did you say that Paul? Did you already say Paul Freeman? Did I miss it? Yes. Dang.
2: Yeah. Why?
1: I was just wondering because I, you know, recognized him. Oh, I've seen this guy like even with all of his makeup and stuff, he has like the faces he makes and stuff is very uh noticeably his face. You know okay. what I mean? Okay. So I just recognized what him.
2: You, what did you what do you think you recognize him
1: I think because Gus and I just recently watched Hot Fuzz.
2: Okay. Yes, he and, is in Hot Fuzz.
1: Yeah, he's the uh is it the preacher? The Reverend.
2: Reverend Reverend Shooter, Reverend Shooter. And he was the uh, rival archaeologist Rene Belloc in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Woo! Uh, He also is classically trained and worked at the Royal Shakespeare Company and the National Theater, but apparently is not above playing Ivanus. And he did give it 110%. Yeah, he did. This nonsense show. It's so, so good. I always appreciate I get it. Back. <laughs> Okay, so anybody tell me your initial thoughts.
1: I mean, I pretty much did. I was just really excited, you know, and and I had like Power Rangers cheats and Power Rangers Velcro shoes. And yeah, so I I always wanted to be the yellow rangers cuz I like yellow more than pink. So shout out shout out Aisha. And, uh, um, yeah, I also feel like, um, oh, was it Dulcia's was probably my first gay awakening moment. because Holy <laughs>
2: shit. I mean, she is something else. She's Woo. for a kid's show. She's really putting it out there.
1: She is spicy, but yeah. Um, yeah. Between and then I was also watching this and I was like, "Oh my gosh, is Tommy the reason that I like dudes with ponytails?" <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> oh, so funny. But no, I loved it. <laughs> um, yeah, I just mostly, you know, I loved the Power Rangers when I was growing up, and I, I never like knew about the whole Japan thing and it being like just basically clips from that until we started this show. But I, yeah, I was a fan as a, in the 90s for sure. So I was really excited to revisit this. And watching it, I had so much fun between the sound effects and the one-liners and the fighting and the it, the suits. It was just, it was, it you know, it hit me in all the feels. I absolutely loved it. Right. If I hadn't watched it sooner, and I had a blast. It made me laugh. It was so good.
2: Wow. I hated every minute of it. <laughs> I believe it. But um, I understand, you know, I'm not, I'm not at all trying to convince you you should hate it. I absolutely understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Um, if you're curious, uh, some of that, you know, some of the original Japanese stuff is on Pluto and Tubi, Shout Factory, releases a lot of that on dvd and they have channels for their stuff on those streamers and some of it is, you can also find on youtube uh, unofficially yeah so if you're if you're curious check that out sometime i have tried to get into power rangers just you know partly because of this show and just because i know people that are really i can't do it i watched that reunion special recently but that was an effort
1: <laughs> yeah you were it was just before, it was before, like after you you were just too old for it
2: no i know yeah i was, was not yeah not the target audience um yeah i do think though that children do deserve good actors and that shows that are made for children should maybe put in a little more effort looking for them
1: but i i think that they did fantastic and that's from a four-year-old's perspective. <laughs>
2: This. They're all cast for their, I'm sure they're all cast for that, their athletic skills. Now, I think, though, in the um, the original, I'm not sure that cast members carry over, because there's it's usually each season, or each couple of seasons, there's a new premise. And I don't know how directly they are always tied into the previous show, or if they are at all. But that's why there tends to be new costumes, and new zords, and new... Themes. So we're going from a uh, zoo ranger uh, from sort of a dinosaur and prehistoric animal theme to a ninja theme, but still animals. Ninjetti. Yes. I don't know why the hell they called them. Why didn't they just call them ninjas? Why did they call them ninjetti? What is that supposed to mean? that's because nonsense. it's cooler. I guess. Because <laughs> ninjas are assassins and they're not... Sp- they're supposed to be nice guys. Yeah. I guess it's time to get into the plot, such as it is. Uh, I've got the summary from Wikipedia. I'm going to see if we can start without it Because we start with skydiving.
1: Like words over like a spacey star background. Oh, and right. Yes. Like the very the beginning. The words are. Yes.
2: yes. Before, sorry, before the skydiving, there's some like a Star Wars intro or some shit yeah somebody who seems to be speaking from the future telling us about these power Rangers and how they kept their identity secret
1: the exceptional teenagers
2: <laughs> yeah. some teens with attitude apparently and uh, they don't, the narrator doesn't seem to know who they are but we the audience do so uh, we start with them in an airplane. Wearing color coded jumps. Yes,
1: wearing their respective colors. I love.
2: There's a lot of white, but they have highlights of their ranger colors. God forbid we should try to actually hide our identities. We're always going (laughs) to be color coded. So, what ranger we are. And uh, Bulk and Skull are in the plane with them. Mm -hmm. Now, you watch this show a lot more than I have. I thought Bulk and Skull were bullies who didn't like them.
1: Yeah, They, they. they are. They just didn't really, like, play. Like, you could tell that they were the bullies, but they never bullied, which was good. Yeah. They, they were right. funny, though. But you can in tell the regular like, the show. Bad it, kids.
2: I just thought it was weird that they were in the plane with them, because I had the impression they didn't like each other.
1: Well, but they it's not about them liking each other, because they were at a jump-a-thon. It was like well, yes, it's it a charity. Being, event. Yeah, it ends up being like an event, so it's not like they're like, "Come on, friends, let's go." No, they just happen to be doing the thing at the same time. Like yeah, oh, but also
2: them. they seem like the kind of jerks who wouldn't be interested in a charity event. But I don't know. Yeah, it's some somehow this jumping out of planes is going to raise money for the observatory because Brian's comet is coming. Uh, in two days, I don't know that it, that ended up affecting the plot in any way. Well, the
1: the biggest thing I think is that they we introduce our kind of I guess like our ponchito,
2: yes, sort of. <laughs> yes, down on the ground, having already jumped. Is well, the kid didn't jump, but uh, his dad did the kid, the, the kid I mentioned earlier, uh, Fred, Fred and his Australian father. <laughs> Uh, because this was largely, this was filmed in Australia, and they obviously cast some locals, and although he was trying to sound American, he was not succeeding.
1: I didn't even notice, so I feel like you've
2: succeeded. Yeah, Fred sounded American, but his father sounded like he was a local. Anyway, they're watching, and the father's already jumped, but he missed the target, and they give us a little exposition about raising the money.
1: And they and also the have control. a little synchronized skydiving moment.
2: <laughs> oh, and one of them, though, is it Tommy? One of them has... Jumped.
1: Yes, it is Tommy, because Tommy is the badass of the group.
2: I think I've seen that in real life. You know, well, I mean, not you know, it's a thing. It, and I think it was a thing at the time. And I guess this lets you catch the wind in different ways. So you can do lots of tricks and twists and things but the power rangers all land perfectly however bulk and skull land quite a bit off target <laughs> at a construction site and then uh, instead of just saying oops sorry we missed our target they pretend to be building inspectors
1: which is hilarious he's like hey that building is supposed to be over there <laughs> yeah <laughs> Before they land, we get to see the the Rangers uh, rollerblading and doing some sweet-ass tricks, which I was like, hell they yeah.
2: Quickly change out of their jump outfits and into rollerblades because this is a very 90s movie. Fuck yeah. I love it. Loved it. <laughs> see, to me, I was just like, why are we – this is not advancing the plot. Why are they skating around? What is going on? Not,
1: no, it was so good like, they all like have these this moment where they like do their little tricks and they're wearing all their colors and it's just like, oh yeah, sick.
2: <laughs> so good. Yeah, it was just there to make them look cool.
1: Yeah, and the, but, and it works, especially yeah. in the nineties. You know, when rollerblading right. was all the shit.
2: Yes. Anyway, they they uh, the construction crew uncovers a uh, big seal, and instead of <laughs> instead of calling some, you know, this happens. The construction crews uncover was clearly an archaeological site, and then they just stop and you know check with the government or somebody. And sometimes they have to stop construction while uh, archaeologists come in and deal with shit. Not these guys. <laughs> They're just like, pop that thing open. They uh, hook up a crane or chains or something and just pop that damn thing open.
1: Yep, they get the crane. And it's uh, there's a big egg inside. With a claw holding it. Yes. That electronic, it like electrically zaps Gerald.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Not Gerald. And then... Uh, it- cracks open and releases Ivan Ooze, a morphological being who ruled the Earth 6,000 years ago before he was lured into a hyperlock chamber and buried deep underground by Zordon and a group of young warriors. Uh, so that, I guess, is similar to the thing that Rita Repulsa was locked up in mm. on the moon.
1: The, the watches, too, that the rangers are wearing... Is they like it like beeps and I swear it is the Kim Possible beep. It was like beep 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 beep, and I was like, "What the? Oh my gosh!" No, it's
2: it's the Go Go Power Rangers.
1: I know, but it sounds exactly like the Kim Possible beep.
2: So maybe, maybe that was meant to be a tribute on Kim Possible.
1: Maybe so, yeah. Because as soon as it did it, I was like, "What? Wait, what?" I had to rewind it and hear it again. (laughs) And for the rest of the day, I've just been singing. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm your basic average girl, and I'm here to save the world.
2: <laughs> I've only seen a little of Impossible, but it, I recall it being much better than Power Rangers. Yeah, that was also very much my time. New jam. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says here the rangers find and confront him. I, it's a bit of a jump, uh, but I can't remember how they find and confront him. Did Zordon send them after him?
1: Like yeah, his- well, they yeah they first we see um Alpha and yeah. they Zordon like calls them and they get the mission
2: from him. Right, right. The so guy. they they go to confront him, but Ivan unleashes some ooze men on them. So the thing about Ivan that was kind of bugging me, but you know, that nobody cares. He's been locked up for six thousand years. Has somehow been closely monitoring pop culture all that time and human history because he's always making, you know, a lot of times when you have this sort of time travel or I've been frozen or whatever, the person, they just don't understand anything. Ivan comes out and speaks perfect English. He does W.C. Fields impersonations. He makes reference to various World events in history—I can't remember specifically now what they were—but you know, he talks about like Cleopatra or Napoleon or things like that that he shouldn't have any idea of. So I don't know how hyperlock chamber works, but apparently buried underground, he can, is still aware of everything that's going on around him <laughs> worldwide. So that bugged the shit out of me, but I understand this is a movie for four-year-olds, so they just <laughs> didn't care. <laughs> uh, so the rangers fight a bunch of ooze men. They're kind of, they're like putties, but they're purple, and they splatter into ooze when you beat them. And... Uh... The, sound,
1: the music, the one <laughs> riders, the martial arts. It's more time. This, this, uh, would they like morph, you know, and they're like...
2: yeah. I actually made notes somewhere on here yeah Um,
1: and with the go-go power rangers in the back oh my gosh like it this I was just I was screaming right just like so so so, like oh it just really hit me so good
2: Uh, I wrote tub of snot he oozes back and he hates Zordon (laughs) and Eltar. <laughs>
1: Yeah, because when the bad guys come in and they're like, you've been the the one uh, lady bad guy like, been looking for a tub of not for a while. Blah, 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 blah. You've searched yeah. the out high and low, yeah. low and all you got was a tub of not yet.
2: Yeah. Uh, the reason I wanted to get my notes though is because the soundtrack to this movie is um not, <laughs> not sparing the cash on these free ride well, it was a $15 million budget. Uh, I wrote them down as they came up, because these were over and over again songs that I knew, and I couldn't believe that they paid for it. Devo, are you ready? So, yeah, I wrote the... Rita is into Ivan. Yeah, she is. She complains that it smells smells like teenagers. Rangers show up late. Ivan is disguised as a guard, and he's doing a W.C. Fields impersonation. Then he summons his flunkies, and they play Are You Ready by Devo. And it's morphin' time.
1: Yeah, she's like, Kimberly, when they see the cop, who's actually ooze. she's like, um, hi, have you seen any morphological beings around here?
2: (laughs) (laughs) We're not Power Rangers. I'm just asking for (laughs) uh, school paper. Yeah. (laughs) I I was watching one of the, like I said, trying to get into Power Rangers. I was watching one of the later, more recent series, and they were building some machine and trying to create Power Rangers. And they're all saying Power Rangers. And I'm like, oh, so in this world, just Power Rangers just means superhero. Just because it seemed to have nothing to do with the lore of the of this version. Mm-hmm. It was just like we're gonna create Power Rangers now. And I'm like, I don't know how you're doing that. What is I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> but it's just that's just a term for a superhero or anybody with powers. Just how it works i don't know but while there's Uh, his flunkies ivan uh, goes in the command center yeah 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 you need a power coin to get in there but somehow he gets in anyway because he oozes in
1: he he doesn't have bones or anything and we see that whenever the the rangers are fighting the purple dudes that he like releases on them that when they're trying to like find them with their I don't know, technology, they're scanning technology that they don't have any like bones or anything because they can't find them on their like sensors. So he just like oozes right in the door.
2: Yeah. And here's where he makes uh, one of the references I was talking about, which I actually thought was kind of funny. All the things that I have
0: missed,
3: the black plane, the Spanish inquisition. Brady Punch Union.
2: <laughs> so on the one hand, I was like, okay, that was kind of funny, but I was also like, how the fuck does he know what the Brady Punch is? So, And one of the rangers has a bad feeling about this place.
1: <laughs> oh, you mean the, like, blue-lit building resembling a parking garage?
2: Oh, I wrote, every gesture is a whoosh.
1: Yes, the sound effects are so, so, so much yes. They are so good and, like, zany, like, through the whole movie. Just, like, every little thing makes a sound effect, and it is so delicious for my ear holes.
2: Uh, (laughs) They use a power scope to try and find the bad guy? I wrote, are the costumes more leathery or vinyl-y than normal? Did you notice that? Is that just me?
1: Mm, I didn't notice.
2: It looked like they had upgraded movie costumes. You know, rather than just the cloth that they normally mm-hmm. And they have a minion fight with the purple guys and they win the fight but lose power.
3: Yeah, and they're power. The yeah.
2: They find that HQ trashed and Zordon is outside of his time warp. No. And is in, and is in baby kal ship from Superman the movie for some reason. <laughs>
1: And aging and, rapidly. He's turning into a raisin.
2: Yeah. And possibly a different actor? Or does he just look dramatically different outside of his time warp?
1: Yeah, I think he just I don't know, because I also was like, whoa, what? But I think it's just because of the way they like blow up and stretch his face. Yeah. Like it's a big floating the, pad. Looked,
2: right. He looked totally different. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I guess I'm checking here though. No, I think it is a different guy.
1: Oh.
2: Because he's got a credit for this movie, but I don't see a credit for the series. So I think it's a different guy outside of the, <laughs> When he, he was outside of the Time Warp. But we do see him in the Time Warp. well. Anyway, he's dying. They got to go get new power somehow.
1: Yeah, Alpha kind of gives him the rundown no. and tells him that he has power to get them to this place, but no power to get them back.
2: Yes, the distant planet Phaedos, where they can obtain the great power and save Zordon. But if they don't, yeah, I guess they'll be stuck there.
1: Stuck there forever.
2: Uh, Meanwhile, on the moon, Ivan usurps Rita and Zed, shrinking and trapping them in a snow globe. (laughs) forces goldar and mordant to be his servants does he force them it seems like they just kind of sign up
1: (laughs) no he forces them he says you can either join them in the snow globe or you can work for and they like look at each other and they're like and there's like some like sound effect like and they're like we never like those guys anyway
2: wait i mean they're it's true they're terrible bosses they're really abusive uh but yeah i'd written down earlier look like rita was into ivan yeah. And, but now she's gone off to him at this point because she's like, oh, finally, a man who knows what he's doing. She's kind of, you know, so basically saying, Zed, you, you suck. Uh-huh. This guy, this guy knows what's what. Uh, but then gets drunk and stuck into snow globes. So.
1: Yeah. Because Ooze comes in and announces basically that he's taking over and he's the boss yeah. now. And obviously they're like, no. Then he just spits a slime ball that turns into Oozy Bird
2: Warriors. Yes. Ugh. so These, um, his Tengu warriors, which are sort of crow men, who can just fly to the other planet? Mm-hmm. There's no indication of how far away this planet is, but those guys, but the Power Rangers have to be teleported there. These guys just fly there.
1: Well, Power Rangers uh, don't have wings.
2: <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then he starts an ad campaign to get kids to want the ooze. And yep. he's doing like a medicine show out in the street and commercials on TV. Mm-hmm. And, and this is to get them to bring the ooze to their parents and that hypnotizes them into becoming his workforce to dig up his ectomorphicons twin war machines built during his reign 6,000 years ago, I guess. And then Fred... Uh, finds his father missing and tracks him down to the construction site and figures out what's going on.
1: Meanwhile, on the our, other planet, enter in my first lesbian awakening.
2: Woo.
1: The, Yeesh.
2: It says Yeesh! The rangers are almost killed by the Tengu, but rescued by Dulcia. Yep. Tells them all to fuck off until they oh. make our sword <laughs> on.
1: Mommy, sorry. Mommy, sorry. Mommy, sorry.
2: Yeah, when they say Zordon, she's like, oh, you're with Zordon? Oh, never mind. Come this way. (laughs) I will help you get the power. Uh, Well, I'll show you where it is. I can't actually help because then I'll turn old, just like Zordon. So uh, she gives them some sort of ninja outfits with hoods and shit to. And uh, new spirit animals. Yes. Gives them new spirit animals. Uh, Takes them to a ruined ancient temple temple where they will have to overcome obstacles to acquire the power of the ninja and awakens each of their animal spirits. I think she just gives them, assigns them. Uh Aisha is the bear. Rocky is the ape. Billy is the wolf. Kimberly is the crane. Adam is the frog and none too happy about it. Uh... And Toby is the falcon.
1: But he does get a kiss from Dulcia, so then he's That's like, okay." you have to be shitty frog.
2: So here's a kiss on the forehead, on the cheek. Uh, better than nothing.
1: Your sacred uh, she animals will guide you. Go now. She then,
2: she, shifts. She, then, she then turns into David Bowie from Labyrinth. <laughs> and, well, into his, his owl form. <laughs> Not into his codpiece <laughs> form, his owl form. And fucks off. Dance magic Turn dance. Back, Turn back, Sarah, before it's too late. <laughs> uh, at some point in the future, we will do that movie as a Patreon exclusive. Folks, we have a Patreon. Fuck yeah. Patreon.com slash MMFTG. Join us there for exclusive episodes, early releases random shit occasionally no
1: ads
2: no ads please support us and speaking of ads it seems like a good time to take a break and then we'll be back with that interview with tj storm
0: ladies and gentlemen boys and girls friends and neighbors we are here at g fest with mr tj storm he is the motion capture artist actor performer what term is uh proper
3: motion capture is the technology performance capture is the art that actors bring to it so i'm a performance capture artist and he does
0: that for godzilla we are talking to godzilla ladies and gentlemen hello hello (laughs) Uh, this is our first G Fest, and we understand it's your first G Fest as well.
3: It is. G Fest is an amazing community of people who absolutely love the Kaiju genre, and especially Godzilla. Uh, it is amazing.
0: Yeah, we're having a great time, and it looks like you're having a great time too. We've it been watching so cool. you with all the fans, and it seems like a couple times you've been fanboying out yourself.
3: <laughs> it's. I'm, I am a fan. I'm a fan of this stuff. Otherwise, it wouldn't be as fun. But yeah. if you love the stuff, it makes yeah. it even more exciting to be a part of. <laughs>
1: I just want to say, too, I've, like, watched you over the weekend, and I love how you give every single fan, like, the attention as an individual and as a person. Um, It's it's so great, and it's so genuine, and we've been able to see that just from a distance. So we really appreciate you and your energy and your genuine connection with everybody. It's awesome.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much. Last night, you were given an award by the convention, the Mangled Skyscraper Award. (laughs) Tell us, how did that feel?
3: It's an honor. I mean, they I believe the first one went to Haruo Nakajima, so to be in that company is spectacular, and I am deeply, deeply honored. It's awesome.
0: Yeah, we could tell. We could tell. It seemed like a very emotional moment for you, and it was really cool. Folks, you didn't see it. I don't know if we got any pictures of it, but... I did it- Okay, it's a, it, it's a, it looks like a trophy, but it's a mangled skyscraper, and they're using a new design this year. So TJ was the first yeah, one. Paul. Yes, Paul at <laughs> Dojo Studios constructed that one. So your background is in dance and martial arts and physical stuff, and that's how that led to you getting this sort of motion capture work.
3: Um, I started as a dancer uh, because I was a super nerd and was definitely not cool, so I wanted to be cool. I learned how to pop and lock and break dance. Oh, And then okay. uh, I got a record contract, and then I got screwed out of a record contract. Then I jumped into acting, and I did a whole bunch of kickboxing movies. Then I went to acting school, mm-hmm. and then uh, around that time I started doing – uh, the first performance capture stuff uh, with the earliest versions of motion capture. And uh, I, I still bounce between all of them, between live action acting and performance capture and voicing things.
0: What was the first motion, motion capture you did? I think the first
3: motion capture project that I worked on was called... There was something before it, but it wasn't a project that anybody knows of. But the, the first one that people have heard of was, I think it was called
0: Quake Arena. Okay. I'm not familiar with that one, but I'll It's it's an old video game. Oh, okay. Quake, okay. And that that version was called Quake Arena. I see. I have heard of Quake, the video game, yes. Yes. Um, So when you're playing Godzilla, what... How do you go about capturing that essence of Godzilla? It was
3: in the creation of the character that I found his spirit, uh, and we had to build it because this was a new version that hadn't... Uh, existed in its current form yeah. so I went back to Haruo Nakajima san's uh, original work and I looked at that and then uh, we were doing it in performance capture suits as opposed to the 230 pound suit that <laughs> Haruo Nakajima had to yeah, wear and, sure. and the others had to wear uh, so I was free of that so I tried to keep the spirit of the creature while giving him the freedom of a movement of something that has lived for as long as it yeah. has lived and could be as ferocious and free as it
0: is. Right. Because like when Andy Serkis is doing King Kong, he can just go look at a bunch of gorillas in the zoo and study them, but you can't just go look at Godzilla. Yeah, we had you to gotta, piece it together between what Warner things. Brothers
3: and Legendary wanted and uh, the, the production team wanted and the creative team wanted and the pieces that I put together from live animals mm-hmm. to give it a realistic sense of... And still give it a personality that made sense. Right.
0: Well, I mean, I think you did a good job. And I guess they did too because they keep asking you to come back and do it.
3: <laughs> absolutely. It's really, really fun. And it's a huge honor to be in, in like I said, the, that company of absolutely amazing performers that have brought this national treasure, Japanese national treasure, to yeah. life.
0: Yeah. It's it's great. Is there anything you can tell us about that you're at liberty to tell us about that you're working on? I realize all work is a little stalled right now. Sure. but Well,
3: in our industry, most of the things that we get to work on are super top secret. Right. Uh, They're buried under NDAs to the point that sometimes I won't even know what the thing is before I walk into the studio. And they're like, hey, you're superman or whatever it is and like whoa i've
0: heard some interviews recently where someone like after the interview the agent was like oh by the way that was for star trek and they're like
3: yeah you you're like oh come on i could have done differently i
0: was auditioning for kirk what yes
3: yes (laughs) so i wish i could talk about all the cool stuff that's coming there's so much awesome
0: things well we know there's a lot of monsterverse stuff coming a cartoon just came out there's a tv series coming out and uh some more movies, I assume. So we'll just assume that you're going to be involved in some of that. Fingers crossed. Yay! But I guess you're on strike right now.
3: Yes. The uh, Screen Actors Guild uh, is on strike alongside our sister in the writers guild Mm -hmm. uh for lots of excellent reasons so we're going to continue striking until we find a more equal footing yeah
0: one of my sisters is on is in the guild and she's on strike so we absolutely support that you guys stay out as long as you need to thank you thank you and i you know i'm not in the writers guild but do a little writing myself and i sympathize with the writers and You know, we're kind of a liberal family. We have a union mindset. We understand. So uh, although we're all sad to miss out on our favorite TV shows and movies, or, well, miss out, have to wait a little while. It's not going to kill us. Sure, But it's the difference between you guys earning a proper living and getting a fair share of what the just huge piles of money that they make from this stuff and not getting a fair share of that.
3: Absolutely. They, I mean, they make it seem like all actors are, rich, uh, literally only 2 or 3%, probably make 80% of the money. Yeah, right. And the rest of them, they're really working people. They have to right. go to work every yeah. week. They have to hustle for work every week. And even the people who are doing uh, background work, who the, right. they call them extra sometimes. But people who are doing that, what part of this fight is about is... They, the, the production companies would like to digitize an extra's face and then use it forever without ever paying that right. extra again. They want to pay them one single day's work, which is maybe $160, $180, mm-hmm. and then use their face forever yeah. the way they want. That's okay. And that's not quite right. So that's just one of the things that we're fighting against yeah, right. to make sure that the people who are artists continue yeah. to be able to make a living like everybody yeah. else wants
0: to make a living. Yeah. And you know what? Even the rich actors they're the ones we're paying to see no one's coming in to see the ceo nobody cares who the head of the company is but they're taking the biggest chunk of the money and uh, we don't care for that absolutely absolutely (laughs) tj thank you so much we know you've had a long day a long weekend yeah yeah Uh,
3: no it's been amazing And, and the people here have given me energy to blast through this it's been absolutely wonderful so thank you
0: thank you for joining us
1: also jessica told me that i had to show you my tattoo and I oh yes I show it to you yes
0: you to to show me show me what Look. that is amazing i'm looking
3: at the most epic legendary godzilla tattoo on her leg that is awesome Perhaps we
0: have some pictures on our instagram of honey that is awesome tattoo so, that but, is
3: spectacular
1: shout out Paulo. thank you
0: that was awesome! Thank you for joining us today, Thank TJ you. Storm. Thank you.
2: And we're back. TJ was so great, wasn't he?
1: He is. He is so great. He really is. He really carries the Godzilla spirit. <laughs>
2: uh, so, meanwhile, uh, back to the movie. The Rangers make their way to the monolith housing the great power. Using their wits to defeat the live, fossilized dinosaur skeleton.
1: Oh, man. This part is so good. I, oh, man. I really, this part, I really remember it. It was one of those just unforgettable. I also really like dinosaurs. I was a really big Jurassic Park fan. It was like a staple in our house, you know, to watch the Jurassic Park movies. We watched them over and over and over again. So this part really stuck out to me. I remembered it very well.
2: <laughs> so they, they're getting their butts kicked by this dinosaur skeleton. And so one of them ends up on top of it and pulls out Mommy. the right, the right bone and makes it all fall apart.
1: Guess you're and... glad you listened to your anatomy. No, he says, Oh, finally, your anatomy class is paying off or something like that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, then, uh, they have to fight the temple stone guardians and retrieve the great power, restoring their suits. It doesn't restore their suits; Yay! it gives them new suits. So there are these cloth, sort of ninja kind of outfits, but now they're back in skin tight ranger outfits, uh, but with different themes. You know, the same colors but new details and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That they their spirit animal.
1: I love the Ninjetti costumes though.
2: Zords to go with it? Yep. Uh, on Earth, Ivan's ectomorphicons are completely unearthed and he unleashes them on Angel Grove, ordering the parents to walk off a cliff at the construction site. I don't know why he wants to rule the world but doesn't need any subjects. He's willing to just toss these perfectly good subjects. Off well, he did.
1: Or they were already, like, building and shit for him or whatever. There's, like, that scene where he, like, makes the one guy dance. <laughs> and they're all, they're all, like, working and, like, moving the rocks. And then he's like, I'm bored. He's just, like, got yeah, a house
2: trip. He, he's a garbage person. Uh So, then he's balls, terrible. You know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fred recruits Bulk Skull and the other kids who head to the construction site.
1: Go, Ponchi. (laughs) Go.
2: The rangers return. There was a, yeah, at one point I was like, what happened to that kid? He seemed like he was supposed to be important, and (laughs) then he does finally come back around to him. Mm -hmm. That's a huge part of the movie where he's not anywhere to be seen. Uh, The rangers return with their new animal-themed ninja zords and after a difficult struggle, destroy one of Ivan's ectomorphicons, Scorpitron. So this part might so be the part cool. I hate the most.
1: Because the bugs because, aren't life. Really...
2: No, because it just didn't age well, I'm sure at the time. Yeah. <laughs> it looked really good. It's really bad 90s CGI. Oh, it's so good. has not... The Power Rangers, it's always been a guy in a suit. The Zord, you know, when the, when the... When the Zords all assemble and then fight the kaiju, it's been a guy in a suit in the past. But now it's really shitty CGI, which was probably top of the line in 1995, but does not hold at all. I mean, look, there was a show I used to love called Reboot that was a computer-generated cartoon. And it is just hard to look at now. But at the time... (laughs) very cool and awesome but mm-hmm. now it's very stiff and blocky yeah so you know it's it, it may not be unfair but it just it was not a pleasant experience now watching this
1: oh man i totally disagree i loved it so much i was like oh this is so funny it's so good and then when tommy does the ninjetty corkscrew kick i almost spit my beverage out <laughs> <laughs> he literally yells "corkscrew uh, kick" and is like. <laughs> <sighs> uh,
2: I uh, i takes control of Hornitor, which I guess is the other one, and battles the Rangers himself as they combine their Zords to form the Ninja Megazord, and then Woo-hoo! later Ninja Mega Falcon Zord. Yeah. Is Tommy not with them all the time? What do Does you he mean? come and go? I don't. I don't know. Well, I know he was. You know, there was what five rangers, and then he's the sixth ranger. And I wasn't sure. I knew he started as a bad guy, and then converted and joined up with them. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. It just seems like there's they have to add his zord to their zord. Why wasn't he just part of it to begin with?
1: Because he's like the leader of the pack in this movie.
2: Yeah. Meanwhile, the kids push the parents back while Fred, uh, Fred, with the help from Bulk and Skulls, sprays them with a large amount of water. The rangers lure Ivan into space and knock him right into the path of Ryan's Comet. That's why the Comet... uh, I've forgotten that it actually ended up being important. Which destroys it. Ivan's death breaks his spell on the parents who are reunited with their children. The rangers return to the command center but are distraught to find Zordon has died.
1: No, you're too late, rangers.
2: But of course he doesn't stay dead. Instead of giving up hope, they use the great power to restore the command center and resurrect Zordon, returning him to his time warp. Everything returns to normal in Angel Grove as a celebration is held at the harbor with fireworks and a message saying, Thank you, Power Rangers, which offends... Thank you,
1: Power Rangers! <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I forgot well we were talking, I forgot about the songs, but there's a track list right here on uh, Wikipedia. The Power Rangers Orchestra playing Go Go Power Rangers. Red Hot Chili Peppers, Higher Ground, Shampoo Trouble, Devo, Are You Ready? Snap, The Power, produced by Snap. Fun Thomas, featuring Carl Douglas, singing Kung Fu Dancing? I thought it was just Kung Fu Fighting. Did they change the words around some, or was it a remix? maybe uh van halen dreams dan hartman freeride they might be giants who are one of my favorite bands that i've seen in concert more than once Sense around which just plays for like five seconds as fred's dad is getting out of his car I don't know, <laughs> like he was maybe listening to it on the radio and it turns off i don't know why i appreciate that they use they might be giants but it seemed like a waste Power Jet, III Alpha Song. That was a closing credits song. <laughs> Graham Revel, Firebird, and Aaron Waters, The Mighty Raw, Cross My Line. Oh, bonus track. That was probably one that was on the album, but not actually in the film. <laughs> Sometimes they pay for a song and then end up not using it, so they still stick it on the soundtrack album because they may as well because they paid for it. Uh, so. There you go. Annie. Wait, 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 there. wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. There is also at the very end, Fred has like a conversation about how he wants to be a Power Ranger, like a silver or a gold. Yes. And then there's an after credit scene.
2: That's right. With what's in it? Goldar thinks yes. The mid-credit scene, Goldar
1: Goldar, the, of the universe.
2: He's served by Mordant. But then Zen Rita come in and he panics. Because I guess when he died, when Ivan died, the snow globe burst and they reverted to their forms. Their normal mm-hmm. sizes. I've got the power. I wrote up that I've got the power. We're on back to a floating head. I've got the power. Did they play that? Did I read that? Anyway, there you go. Mighty Molson Power Rangers. The yeah. crap
1: How many uh, stars are you going to give it, Precious?
2: Negative five. Oh my god uh one one <laughs> half one half of a star i did not enjoy it <laughs> one half <of> a star. <laughs>
1: oh my gosh okay i'm gonna give it a four and a half
2: oh god damn
1: yeah because i love it so much and it was i understand yeah exactly <laughs>
2: I understand and I sympathize, but I cannot agree. It was not. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, where's my list? What is next week? Folks, uh, I don't want to be that guy that goes to France and then can't stop talking about how that he went to France, but we were at G-Fest last week and uh, we recorded a lot of content, but we're going to spread it out over the upcoming episodes. I'll probably put it all up our, on, on our Patreon sooner than that. But uh, and all, but also, the panel I gave, we have video for that. So I'm going to put that on YouTube once Honeybee sends it to me. So listen for that in the coming weeks, to our various interviews. Next week's movie is Gamera 2 Attack of Ooh! Legion. Yay! Which you can watch on Amazon Prime.
1: Fuck yes.
2: I'm not sure where Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie is available officially, but you can find it on YouTube. So I guess that's going to do it for this week. Oh yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed watching this movie because I felt bad. I did. About it right. I
1: I enjoyed it so much. I, in fact, like I'm so excited that we did it. Like I was so happy that we we're like even talking about it because I like, could not like just kind of. Because it's so bad and because it's a kid's thing. And then also, you know, it's questionable, you know, like, yeah. but it, it does fit in for sure. But I'm just, like, super glad that we're doing it. And, yeah, I enjoyed it so much. It was it was just really good for my little baby heart.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, we've got uh, Turbo on the list in a few weeks, a couple of months. Turbo way Power Rangers movie. Fuck. Yes. But then, but then we won't see hear from them again until the remake. Yeah. Which I'll be curious to hear your thoughts on that when we get to it.
1: <laughs>
2: okay, until next week, folks, I have been Precious Bee.
1: And I have been Honey Bee.
2: Remember to keep calm and take shelter in basements.
1: And please don't miss you, Science!
2: We won't see you, but you will hear us next time Monster Movie Funtime Go.
1: Beep, 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 beep,
0: beep, beep. <laughs> You've been listening to Monster Movie Funtime Go. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on your podcasting platform of choice. Our theme song is by the Texacado Folk Rock Punk featuring Lita Lopez. You can support the show, find links to our social media, and even leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash mnftg.